Season two, episode twenty-six, basics. Part, part one. one. Um, okay, so we're gonna do this part one and then we're gonna do part two next week yeah. for our listenership. Yeah, for our listeners, tune in next week. We have a special yeah. uh, special weekly release for these you episodes. Don't have to wait two weeks for a part two. Unlike when this episode originally aired, which was yeah. a four month break. Shocking. Wild. <laughs> Okay. Back in the day when that's how TV worked. <laughs> it was wild. Like, truly, I don't remember what happened, like, last week, no. let alone four months ago. Four months ago, I was a different person. I mean, we were all different people four months ago. <laughs> this might not be the best four-month period to use as an example. <laughs> Just a comparative, like, four months ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I forgot that this was a 45-minute tv show and so i saw that it said like 45 minutes and i was like oh man this is so long <laughs> really shows you um how much attention i've been paying anyway <laughs> well it um, feels kind of short because i feel like because of streaming services hour-long tv shows are kind of like closer to an hour long often now and so yeah. It is. It does feel short. Sometimes I forget how long it is when there's an episode I'm not really enjoying, and I'm like, oh, "Surely this is like ten minutes away from being over." And then I look at the timeline, like, "Oh man, ooh, oh boy." Uh, mm. So that guy who was like, "I'm mad, Mr. Suter," we're in Mr. Suter's quarters, yeah. and he's doing orchids with Tuva. <laughs> yeah, orchids again. Very and he's orchid like, heavy couple of weeks before this i thought my only talent was killing what is your only talent <laughs> killing what's your only talent eating raspberries <laughs> just raspberries i ate a, i i picked a bunch of raspberries from my garden Ooh. before watching this so he's just sat there eating raspberries oh lovely thank you oh very nice i think thank my you. only talent is um Drinking tea, let's be honest. <laughs> there we go. Hey. Oh, dear. I forgot how to drink tea last night, so I just sort of like poured cold chamomile down myself. Oh. Oh, no. I'm I'm not doing well. Oh, no. I was drinking, so okay. who knows? I like that you were following up alcohol with cold chamomile tea. Yeah. Well, I made a chamomile tea, and then I left it, and then I was like, you know what? I want gin. And so I went, <laughs> and I had a... I had a cool gin and I was drinking that and I finished drinking it and then I went to drink the tea and I just sort of like poured it down myself <laughs> and was like, oh, well, um, you know, wherever you go, there you are. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, Suter on the <laughs> ship wants something to do. He wants a purpose after uh, many months of being trapped in his quarters alone. Mm. Can't relate. <laughs> I didn't make that connection. It's a parallel to our time. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, truly. Anyway, so the, he's like, I want to help with the aeroponics babe becoming more productive. And I'm like, you think in the year of our Lord 23,000 and late <laughs> that they would have really perfected how to do a, a, a like a hydroponics bay? Like, yeah. Yeah, you considering would it's like fairly newish technology now, and people oh, yeah. are like becoming more and more like productive, and yeah. it's becoming more like industrialized. Do you think like if they were gonna put one on a starship, <laughs> it would be like, yeah, like, truly 
10 out of 10 all year round. All you would have to do is just remember to do the things and follow the instructions. That's a very good point. This show has so many people in this, this ship rather has so many people in its crew who are capable of really incredible advancements in science at very short notice. (laughs) Yeah. Same. (laughs) So they sit down and Tuvok does a meditation with him and he's like the bright white light. Anyway. Um, so the back on the bridge, they're being hailed by an unmanned buoy. (laughs) 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 Is this about the pronunciation of the, of that word? Yes. Because because I pronounce it the same way that Tom Paris does. (laughs) What buoy? Yeah. Well, it's like, it's a boy. If you're in the UK and then a buoy, if you're in the States, it's wild. I, the first time I said the word to a British person, um, I think it was at Cardiff Bay, and I think it was my friend David, and I just remember him just like openly laughing at me and me having no idea why. <laughs> wow, David. A buoy. Oh my so God. how we say it. That's how it we makes say more it. sense than calling it a boy. Yeah, because that just sounds like boy. And like, there's a if boy there's a in, child the in the That's water. That's concerning, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, they get the message, and oh dear lord, it's Callista McGill, Valerie Sass Factory. Ah. <laughs> it's Kess Almighty. No, it's Kess. Kess. Oh my god, what the fuck is her name? Fresca. Seska. It's Seska. And she's like, don't take my baby. She's like, I won't let him take my baby. <laughs> yeah. It's very dramatic. It's very dramatic. Truly. Okay. I am. A uh, raspberry connoisseur and singing harpist <laughs> Sam Hickman, and it feels like I'm being pecked to death by ducks. That—that's a line from the episode, and this is <laughs> what <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> and this is oh my god, women! Talk. Do you not remember that? <laughs> nope. Okay. Women talking about Star Trek. I watched this in my guest bedroom on my laptop. It was a real adventure. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just plug in my TV and watch it on the, in the living room, but I was like, I fancy a change. Yeah, you should mix it up. Yeah, I'm living. I'm mm-hmm. sleeping in my guest bedroom this week. It's... That's fun. Fun is... <laughs> an, under... uh, an understatement? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's underselling it. <laughs> Maybe you should sleep in your guest bedroom. <laughs> Oh, I don't have one. <laughs> you just you just put up a tent in the living room and you're like, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could put up. Oh, no, I don't. I don't think I have a tent. I don't have a tent. Just get so, make a sheet for it. Make a blanket for Well, I was going to say, oh, I could put a tent in the garden. And then I thought, but why would I do that? Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 something to do. Yeah, it's something to do. I'm really regretting not getting a hammock before lockdown. <laughs> Ugh. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a a, a purchase in in a the future. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm thinking about getting one for my side return. You know, the little alley next to my house. Oh yeah, that would be a good place for a hammock. Yeah, because it's not like 
overlooked and it's yeah. shady. Oh, yeah. lovely. I'm thinking about it. That's a really good idea. That would, that would be a great place to get some fresh air. Anyway, Jacote is like, <laughs> is I'm not content? the baby daddy. <laughs> yes, yeah. Hey, people love hammocks. Hammocks are a universal good. Yeah, who doesn't love a hammock? Anyway, uh, maybe Chakotay doesn't love a hammock. I don't know. Maybe. Um, we'll uh, he's very upset. See. Sorry. Yeah, he's like, he's truly like, I'm not the daddy, but I should probably do something about this. I really forgot about what happened here. So if anyone like me has forgotten, what's happened here is that Saska stole Chakotay's DNA so that she could impregnate herself with his child. In a weirdly sexy scene, a, if we it, all Very recall. strange. Because she steals his DNA from his neck, which already, what? Um, and it's, you know, I don't I don't have anything useful to say about this. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth, this whole, <laughs> whole storyline. Oh, it's really it's uncomfortable. Truly, it, it, it's it goes deep in a way that is um horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's just oh boy. Anyway, um Janeway is like, do you think Seska would do this to manipulate both of us? Because I do. <laughs> and yeah. I giggled and she's like, Do you wanna go? Yes or no, we're gonna get this baby. And he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go talk to my father in a mind dream or whatever. Mm. And so he goes to talk to his father and um, his daddy is there. <sighs> and uh, it's so hard to know what to say about scenes where Chakotay talks to his father in a in electrically induced dream world. I don't know. What, he like puts, don't. he puts his hand on that device and then he goes into the spirit realm or something. I think is that's his not the term. Dead. Yeah. Ah, OK. I don't know. Who knows? It's, yeah. It's a lot. Um, and also, uh, then he's like, uh, it's about, I've got a son, and that's, what, and that's why I'm sad. And his dad is like, let me say a bunch of really ableist things. <laughs> it's just like, oh boy, I don't know what to say about this scene at all. It's it was, very weird. <laughs> it was wild. It, yeah. was, it, was, um, it was a train ride that not even I feel um, equipped or accomplished <laughs> enough to describe to our listeners. Uh, no, no, I don't know what to say about it. I am going to take my little 10-foot pole and I'm going to use it to paddle my punt down the, down the river instead. <laughs> Thank you, though. Yeah. Thank you, though. Anyway, in the conference room, um, they're all going to go get the baby. And the doctor is like, what if we used mirrors? Um, <laughs> and so they're going to mirror project some some ships so that it seems like they're not alone. I'm pleased is... that you're explaining this because I actually watched this twice and it wouldn't go in. I couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> oh, they're just going to... But they're just gonna, oh, it's a theatrical technique. That's why. Oh, I'm a oh, of theater course. person. Of so course. I understood it. I couldn't possibly have understood. Yes, <laughs> they used to do this. They used to do this technique in Shakespearean times for Macbeth. <laughs> oh, so that they could do the ghosts in the Scottish play. Oh, of course, the Scottish play. Yes, of course. Yes, the Scottish play. I like how we're both doing English accents doing <laughs> The Scottish play. Yeah, what is that accent? <laughs> I famously cannot do accents, and my I'm very good yeah. at accents. Oh. I don't know what that was. <laughs> was that supposed that to was be my... Scottish? I was trying. It was recognizably <laughs> Scottishish. I mean, it was recognizably lost. So, 
I had forgotten. Yeah. That, no, yeah, I'd forgotten that in Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, oh, hello. Mrs. Doubtfire is supposed to be Scottish? Question yeah. mark. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not remember that. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> or possibly didn't know that. Oh yeah, she is, isn't she? I don't remember the film very well. It's not a strong song. It's it's Robin Williams doing an accent rather than like Robin Williams really taking the craft of the Scottish <laughs> accent and applying it to the character. Right. Yeah. The whole time? The whole time? Wait, what? The ha- that's what Sally Fields says in Mrs. Oh. Doubtfire. <laughs> I know. As I say, I, I haven't seen it since I was a child and I don't remember it very clearly, but... Anyway, so anyway. they're going to do the theatrical technique of like bouncing light off of a subject onto a onto a mirror that reflects onto a glass, but instead mm. of doing it with a glass, they're doing it with with space and and the holodeck. Okay. Okay. So they're Thank making you. it big yeah. by bouncing it off a mirror. Thank you. I see I see how that's what they were explaining now, but I just wasn't grasping it. It's Thank theater, you, darling. Well, it's you're really theater. you're really providing a service here for our listeners. If any of them are as dumb as I am, you're welcome. Oh dear. The only PhD I have is mounted in my living room. Who knows? What? <laughs> Let's just pretend like there was a, a like a punchline that wasn't weird. Okay. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> They see like a little shuttle with a poorly Kazon on it. <laughs> so they get to the shuttle and they're like, oh, it's blown up. And um it's it's Terna, who is one of the one yeah. of the guys who the last time we saw the Kazon and they were mean to Chakotay, he oh. like punched him. Oh uh, yeah. Oh I forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> so she broke her hip and like Fresca is dead. Um, and the shuttle was shot at and the baby was like taken to a Jima 4 colony. Blah. There's a whole thing. They have a meeting about it. Blah, 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 blah. Um, there's like a defense net. They're trying to work out a way to get to Jima 4. Um, and the, the Kazon is like, yeah, no, look at all of this. And he shows them where all the Kazons were. So they try and like plot a course. Blah, 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 blah. They're just all going to do stuff and get places. Mm. On the bridge, they're doing their little thing. They're going to Jima 4, and they're like, there's a ship approaching. And I was like, is this the episode where they all get dumped on a planet? Spoiler, it might be. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they get out of Talaxian calm range. I don't care. Um, so meanwhile, Suter is like... Truly, Janeway and Tuvok go and see Suter because he wants a purpose. And Janeway is is a captain for all people. And she's like, I'll take this meeting now. <laughs> and so he like he's like, oh, excuse the mess. I wasn't expecting company, which same. <laughs> Anytime, even if I am expecting company, I'll be like, oh, it's so messy. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> as soon as someone wants- else. Sorry. As, as, as soon, soon as somebody as, else, as soon as company arrives, that's the first time that I'm capable of you just seeing see the it. mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your eyes are opened, and you're like, "Oh no, this is how yeah. you see the world." Yeah. <laughs> I tidy up before someone comes over, and then they walk in the house, and I just instantly, all I can see is just festering piles of trash. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what were you oh gonna say? God. Um, no, I only get that when I come to film. 
Oh. Like whenever I'm doing filming things, I'll like, I'll like put my camera up and then I'll be like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sudu wants to do something on the ship. Blah, 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 blah. Later, they've had like four attacks and the Kazon on board has like a blood issue and he needs a cookie or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not a hematologist, no. but are- I think all things could be solved with cookies. <laughs> Most things can. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Chakotay and Turna have a hilarious back and forth. And he's like, the last time you saw me, you pounded me with your fists while I was tied to a chair. And I'm like, Ooh. oh, <laughs> a fun weekend. then." <laughs> and the doctor is like, not in front of my salad. And he's like, <laughs> Take this out of my sick bay. <laughs> what is something that you wouldn't allow in front of your salad? Oh, um. This is such a niche reference. Is it? Do people not know about this? I think, let's I think just, our listeners know well, about not in front of my salad. until right the people who don't know about it Google it and are disgusted <laughs> by both of us. Right in front of my salad. stop listening. <laughs> right in front of my salad. Um, I wouldn't allow in front of my salad. Um... I cannot think of any answer, let alone a funny one. Do you have? What wouldn't you allow in front of your salad? Um. Oh, maybe like um. Maybe like somebody like. Like somebody comes into my home and then insults my decor. I'd be like uh, right in front. <laughs> right in front of my salad. It would probably be leafy greens that I grew. So I'm just oh, like, oh yeah. <laughs> You've insulted my legacy. You will not get my food. Oh, have you been regrowing scallions? I've been regrowing scallions. Um, I famously have an allotment. So <laughs> I have a garden, but I'm just yes. like, oh, gardening too complicated. Putting in putting the end of a scallion in a glass of water. Yes, amazing. I'm one with the earth. I am so accomplished. <laughs> I'm growing shallots. Yeah. <laughs> You're here and I'm here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've already grown cucumbers this year. Oh, wow. I've oh, I made so many things. I made bread again. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Well done. Well I done. hated it. And uh, what did you make? What bread did you make? I made the bread was very nice, but I, I made focaccia. It was a BBC good food recipe that had um, it was focaccia with grapes and rosemary. And I was like, I'm going to make this. And Rob said, you don't like raisins and that involves cooked grapes. Is it not going to be quite like raisins? And are you not going to hate that? And I was like, Rob uh, knows the no, tea. No, it's not going to be like raisins. Grapes aren't the same thing as raisins. I'm totally going to love this. And then I absolutely hated it. <laughs> um, anyway, that's, that's why have I told you that story at all? It's not interesting, but especially why, I have, I, why have I told you that story while we're recording? <laughs> I'm gonna because cut that you know out that if I this edit year it. I'm gonna get grapes <laughs> from my vine. The thing is, I like grapes, uh, but I guess they need to be raw and unadulterated. <laughs> Not in front of my raisins. Not in front of my. That's what I don't allow in front of my salad. Raisins. Raisins. <laughs> <laughs> so they lock up Tierna in his low quarters, and Neelix brings Suter a soup. <laughs> Leola so... root soup. Ah. Um, and they, so they're, they're going along in space and there's eight vessels 
coming towards them and like Janeway is like battle stations it goes to black it comes back they're all like they're doing the mirrors they they're gonna do like the hollow projections of some ships and whatever they're pew 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 it's like a full like they were it turns out they were at warp the whole time and so, which is interesting that they dropped out of warp in order to have a little space fight but they yeah. have a space fight what were your thoughts on space fights it, what in general yeah in gen but also with this one um i te- if i'm honest i zone out when they happen a little bit because it's just sort of you can never tell what's going on yeah i don't know what's happening and i guess the stakes rarely feel genuinely high um i mean particularly this is a rewatch for me um but uh yeah i i it's i mean you know i'm not a star wars person because every time i've seen a star wars movie i'm just like fighting okay what and then i and then i zone out involuntarily for the duration of whatever fight or race or whatever is happening and then some people are talking to each other and i'm like i don't know what just I don't know what's going on and I don't know what's important to the story and what isn't because I'm not paying attention. Oh my God. I had this realization last night. I was watching the worst movie I have seen in a very long time. It's called um, Immortal Instruments City of Bones. I've never heard of that. It is terrible. It is uh, not a sequel. It is part of a trilogy. Like, you know how every single young adult novel was trying to be turned into a series? Hmm. It's one of those, but they did not get a trilogy. They got a standalone film, <laughs> okay. and it was truly. I started watching it, and I had to Google to make sure that I hadn't missed anything because all of these characters seem to have a lot going on. <laughs> okay. Like fresh out the gate, I was like, "Wait, do am I supposed to know who these people are?" <laughs> anyway, so I so I watched that, and they're like this big fight scene at the end, and I was like, "I don't understand who's winning because in my mind, like." Both of you are losing by having to be in a fight. Oh, yeah. That's a like, very good point. You've already little, lost. <laughs> my little conflict avoidant mind is like, why? Oh, God. That's really interesting, actually. I hadn't thought about, because I am very conflict averse in my personal life. And so I wonder if that's why I just can't force, I have to force myself to pay attention to, to like space fights. Also, it's like it's more of a process than an end and outcome. And yeah, the process isn't particularly interesting. Yeah, yeah, you're very right. I, I'm kind it's of just like, like okay, job. what's what's actually happening? <laughs> yeah, I I did think this about because I I had to stop and go back about ten minutes in this episode because I just hadn't taken in what it was that they were doing with the mirrors <laughs> and uh. <laughs> and then I also hadn't taken in what happened in the I, like I I got part way into the fight scene and went okay. I haven't been paying attention. I need to stop and go back because I just, and I wasn't doing anything else. My brain just switched off. It's not a good trait that my brain switches off so much. It's been a long lockdown. I don't blame you. (laughs) That's true. Oh my goodness. (sighs) I, you should probably leave the house. Yeah, no, I, my help. You're, Um, you're probably right. Halfway through, the doctor gets ejected into space, and he's like, man overboard! Ah!" And I truly, I gooped. I I liked that a lot. laughed out loud. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the brig, the Kazon Tierna is peeling off his toenail, and it's like a needle or something, and then it explodes. He exploded. He is a bomb. 
oh my goodness and they're doing bad and they can't go to warp and tom paris is like i'll go get the talaxians and janeway's like fine go and so he like goes uh because he's a nice boy from a good family and you could do a lot worse um (laughs) i've been saying that about literally everyone at this point i'm just like (laughs) i'm ready to settle (laughs) he's a nice boy from a good family and you could do a lot worse okay that's very funny that's sorry i'm not talking into the mic am i there we go here we go (laughs) um so they lose contact with the shuttle and they think he's dead or whatever and it's all gone bad explosions explosions space (laughs) fight um they they came in through the shuttle bay what else is coming through the shuttle bay hey (laughs) (laughs) tom Uh, paris could come in through your shuttle bay wow that's only that's only funny when i say it tom paris could come in through my shuttle bay I don't. I'm lost now. I'm sorry. I gave you anyway. a dirty look. Um, you're right. It's your joke, and I shouldn't steal it. But yeah, I, I couldn't say it gross. about me. I couldn't say it about me because I famously do not want Tom Paris to come in the <laughs> shuttle bay. That's disgusting. We need to say stop. We need to stop saying come in my shuttle bay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, I I actually wait, should didn't. that be merch? <laughs> <laughs> the merch should say stop saying come in my shuttle bay. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Where were we? I'm completely Janeway lost. is like begin evacuations right. and she's like self-destruct and the computer's like, bitch, we can't do that. And it's like, <laughs> what good is having a self-destruct if it won't self-destruct? Like, yeah. why isn't there a button or something? Yeah, you oh know? sorry, I can't self-destruct because the ship is damaged. Why would we be self-destructing if the ship wasn't in danger? <laughs> this doesn't seem like it's ever been a problem on all those other times she's self-destructed. <laughs> yeah. Like truly on like the the like hundreds of times where she's been like, let's just self-destruct the ship. Yeah. Let's yeah. like truly, uh, truly like I grew up in a family of idle threats. Yeah. So just like, <laughs> yeah, if, uh, I guess that's, I guess that's what you do. This one time I had this memory the other day, me and my younger brother, when we were at school together, once got into a fight wow. in the schoolyard. Oh, wow. I know this was like when I was very young and <laughs> for some reason, Every like all of these all of these kids gathered around us and they were like fight fight <laughs> fight and instead of fighting we just sort of like threatened each other and kind of like kicked in the general direction and everyone was disappointed with us. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone just went, "What are you doing?" and then left. <laughs> and we never fought again. <laughs> That's really funny. Thank you. <laughs> How old were you both? I I feel like like maybe like 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 young teens, like maybe 12, 13. Okay. Oh wow, that's very funny. It's truly Do you know why they, you were fighting? I don't know. <laughs> of course I don't know. Fighting is a strong word. Yeah, well, like clearly. Threatening to punch each other and kick each other from a distance. That's really funny. We were socially distanced fighting. <laughs> we were just sort of like, ah, ah. That's very funny. That's very Everyone funny. was very disappointed in us. <laughs> we didn't get into trouble because there was nothing. Oh, wow. 
Anyway, so they get boarded by the t- by the Kazon and taken over, and then they're held on the bridge. And Kazon like gets up and she's like, "I would like to speak to the manager." <laughs> Kala comes in and he like she's like, "Oh, and Cecil DeMille comes in as well." And she's like, "I hope he doesn't take after his father. <laughs> you humans have such weak foreheads." I loved that. Uh, I love Cecil uh, so much. <laughs> she's she's the best part. She is. Um, Janeway gets up and then is immediately slapped down and is yeah, like that shocked I me. I audibly gasped. Yeah, I was really like, "Whoa, my gosh, okay." <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Um, he truly like he's like no more respect than any other woman. Yeah. Um, we got a we got an old fashioned space misogynist. Yeah, it's good to know that misogyny is alive and well <laughs> in three thousand and late. I um I thought this was interesting and it ties into something that I read recently um yes. that I wanted to mention because it's about space and uh, space sexism. Uh yeah, well wow. it is. So I recently became aware of some work that's going on uh on the culture of the International Space Station and Ooh. um I was looking at the uh there's a like worksheet kind of thing about uh, behavioral training for the ISS, uh, which is specifically about intercultural communication and, like, I don't know, getting along with people. I don't know. Um, and On the International Space Station. Yeah. And I always, whenever uh, whenever I'm looking at any kind of... It's, it's a NASA document. It's from NASA, I should say. So whenever I'm looking at NASA documents, I just immediately search for the word gender. <laughs> because that's my... That's my research interest, and and so I did that, and because uh, uh, I studied intercultural communication uh, in undergrad, and uh, gender is a facet of culture, and uh, it's something that should be addressed in a discussion about communication across cultural boundaries, which is sort of what this was trying to do. Um, but the only mention of gender was basically uh, this really, fr- frankly, I think that this is racist, but. Uh, I, that's a strong claim and a hot take, but basically it just says, oh, um, should be mindful that other people from other cultures might have different approaches to gender than you do. <laughs> the subtext being because we're American and we don't have sexism anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it really, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm not, I'm not currently doing any academic work on space, so I don't, I don't really have anywhere to put that. <laughs> but I just wanted, but then I, when we were watching this, and I was remembering. There are critiques, especially of this season of Voyager that we've discussed in the past, about how uh, how how basically the Kazon are represented in a as they're a really racist char- <laughs> set of characters. Uh, they're they're constructed in a in an othered way that really associates them with uh, with yeah, I mean constructions of a racialized other, and they also are I think the only the only alien species that we're introduced to in this portion of Voyager that has dark skin and they're really clearly contrasted with the Ocampa who are, we, we talked about this before. White. Yeah. The Ocampa are very white and they're represented as very like socially and technologically advanced. And the Kazon are represented as not advanced in any way and really like barbaric and misogynistic and aggressive. Yeah. And, and they also, uh, surprise, surprise, are represented as having darker skin. So this is very problematic, and it's something that other people have have discussed in in 
critique of Voyager. We've talked about it before. Uh, but specifically here, we're we're getting this kind of like, oh yeah, remember the Kazon? They're so sexist, not like us. We're great <laughs> because we fixed it. We fixed it. Uh, and I just thought of that NASA document that I was looking at just mere weeks ago. <laughs> thought, wow. Oh boy. Yeah. Nothing, uh, yeah. There's a real strong undercurrent here of placing problems that we see, placing problems like misogyny with another. And they're doing it in Voyager. I think NASA is doing it in their own actual policy documentation. And um, yeah, it's it's a shame. And and it's a shame that that undercurrent is is there in this in this plot line on Voyager. So they're anyway. gonna take them to Harnon or wherever on a planet. Yeah. And and um, Color is like, I'll take good care of our son. No. Um, Seska is like I'll take good care of our son um, and then they're like carry out repairs on the ship take all the Starfleet to the cargo bay let's go and it's like truly truly the Kazon being like let's get onto this Starfleet ship and just repair it is like yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. didn't realize it was universal for all the quadrants okay yeah, and who they knew? do it they do. in like minutes anyway <laughs> My favorite bit of this whole sequence is Neelix being ushered to the cargo bay and he goes, this is outrageous. <laughs> as, as, as if explosions didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, sir. Get your life together. <laughs> um, The doctor is like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to like put it like he like sets himself on a timer for 12 hours and then the gang is all in sick bay and they're like the shuttle was destroyed and Seska is like did you check though and Kull is like yes and she's like no but you gotta you gotta go double check and you gotta make sure that even if there is remains of the ship there is no warp trail come mm. on um giving us all hope yeah allegedly yeah um and then they're like, let's go drive the ship. And so they drive the ship. It must be really like, you know how like you can pick up a phone and kind of figure out how to use a phone nowadays? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that must be what spaceships are like. Yeah, it must be. It must like, be. They became so intuitive that truly you could walk onto a starship and just be like, oh, yeah, we can just land it. Yeah, yeah. I thought, like, yeah. Land on the volcano. Yeah, he's like they land on the volcano and landing struts. And I just thought, the, I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Why is it the same for every spaceship? <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy. Ugh, my goodness. And then I re realized that this is that episode where they it get is. taken to a planet. Anyway, I'd they take that all too. of. Ugh. They take all of their comm badges. They're like, "Give me your badge. Give me your badge. Open your purse. Give me your badge." <laughs> Um, surely you would like hide an extra extra little one yeah like if you knew if if you knew you're being invaded you just stick one up your you know between your cheeks and you just <laughs> kind of like go Ooh, here we are <laughs> well something to keep in mind for the future <laughs> I, d I definitely doubt that they have actual pockets on those uniforms so god can you imagine ugh I don't even like having pajamas that don't have pockets. <laughs> oh, truly. And I sleep in the nude, so I have pockets. <laughs> I am a marsupial. <laughs> Famously. Sam Hickman. Famous marsupial. Sam Hickman, famous marsupial. 
close relative of a kangaroo. <laughs> Hippity hop. <laughs> Where's my Joey? <laughs> um, I won't let them take my baby. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Thank you. Thank you. Seven out of ten from me. <laughs> um, uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, so they're going to, like, leave them on the planet, and Janeway is like, okay, everybody, let's go. Alpha team, beta team, delta team. Um, let's go. Let's go get some food and water and shelter and all that mm. jazz. And so they're really just like wandering through Wyoming and yeah. having a wonderful time. <laughs> How do they know who's in what team? Do they already have tactical teams sorted out? I assume they, they have. Do. Yeah, yeah. This must be all part of their emergency procedure because yeah, that's it like what be. you train. That's like what you train them for, isn't it? No, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. So they go on their little adventure, and there's like. A dragon, a and dragon. there's like people. <laughs> they truly hearts. like. They it really did not take them long for them to find all the many riches and dangers of this planet. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then Voyager takes off, and the Doctor comes back online, and Suda's hiding in a Jeffrey's tube, mm-hmm. and then it's to be continued. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Shall we take a four month hiatus between this episode and the next episode? <laughs> no, just to fuck with people. <laughs> After we've already said it's going to be next week. Yeah, we lied. <laughs> oh, See you in September. <laughs> um, no, I don't think we should do that. Yeah, a hard pass on that. <laughs> oh, dear. But what think would we of have the... in our lives think if of... we did not have yeah. this podcast? I mean, truly, it's the only structure I have in my life right now. <laughs> um, but what if, what if we did that and then we just kept recording? Imagine how much pre-recording we'd have. Oh, we'd have years. Yeah. We'd be on like season five by the time the episode comes out. Yeah. We'd just be like, oh, yeah, no, different world. <laughs> oh, boy. There'd be like a dramatic shift to when we start recording together. And people would be like, what? Yeah. But it'd be like truly a year after the yeah. pandemic. Yeah, so, so, someone in like January 2022 is like, wait, I, are they still? Why aren't they recording together? Did one of them move to another country? <laughs> Oh dear! Oh right. The goal is that no one will tell. Yeah, yeah. I think I think my audio setup has already let us down in that area. Hey, hey. Hopefully, it's better this episode. It remains to be seen. We'll find out. That mic needs to point directly at your face. Sorry. It can't be held like a like a like a upright thing. It's gotta go that way. I think I've been talking into the top of it. To, to be well, fair. we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. It's, or it's showing up a little out. bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just sit here and enjoy myself. Wow, wow. Should we do some segments? Yeah, let's do some I don't segments. Really have any? No, I don't either. <laughs> okay, wigs. I don't have anything to say about wigs because we, we've already discussed the. You want to talk about your famous, your favorite lockdown out, outfit that you've worn? I oh, guess. I I've actually it, for well not today because because today I haven't showered and I'm still wearing my pajamas. It is three p.m. <laughs> clap clap clap. Uh, well but done. Yesterday and the day before. What time I, did you wake up though? Oh, uh, eight thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's a problem. Anyway, uh, so I uh, yesterday and the day before, I actually put on clothes that I like. Uh, Congratulations! It's not, it's not the first time I've done that in lockdown, but it, it's probably the most like 
I, I was dressed quite professionally, which is how I like to dress in my life. But I've been yeah. I've been feeling like it's weird to dress professionally when not only am I unemployed, but also uh, we're uh, in we're under a, a lockdown order. So anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I was wearing button a button down shirt and skinny jeans and uh, and a, it, we I would call it a sweater vest. I think in Britain it would be called a tank top. Wait, you wore skinny jeans and you didn't leave the house? Um, they're very stretchy. So they, they are actually uh. comfortable and they are arguably too big for me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, they're not quite jeggings, but they're, they're right on the edge. So that, yeah, uh. I would not, I mean, I haven't worn actual denim since I was, yeah, since, <laughs> I don't even think I was wearing it when I was still going to work, to be honest. I own all these jeans. It's like, what, what am I ever going to do with those? They're, Who are these for? Yeah. What person is this? Who are this? these for? <laughs> also, I love how my most casual items of clothing are my least comfortable items of clothing. How does that even make sense? <laughs> you have to be casual, comfortable. It's like stretchy black skinny jeans that are actually wearably comfortable. Like they, they're not as casual as my like torn up actual denim jeans, which are really uncomfortable. Yeah. What, but why not, do they exist? Because <laughs> you're going to like see friends when you're in your casual comfortable. Yeah. And you're only doing it for a short amount of time, whereas your business wear, that's all day. See, that's that is actually exactly it, because I can't wear something to work. I couldn't when I had a job wear something to work that I couldn't sit in for eight hours because that's what I do is <laughs> what I did is sit in sit for eight hours you can't you can't do that in real denim <laughs> jobs are wild <laughs> yeah oh I hope I never have a job <laughs> you have a job I'm retired now I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> what's your favorite quarantine outfit okay um Oh, what was I doing? When it was really hot, I was wearing my short shorts and that was really fun. Yes. Um very labor intensive, to be fair. <laughs> you got to shave like all the way up yeah. and I'm only about that life uh, very occasionally. Yeah. Um very occasionally for maybe 2 days and then I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. I think I've been wearing all of my jumpsuits, which has been fun. That's good. I started running again, so. Yeah, well done. Are you enjoying Thank it? You. No, of course not. Oh, well. <laughs> You're not meant to enjoy it. I'm just trying to get places more quicker. Come on. <laughs> it does help with that. I'm just trying to get up to the allotment and back. At, like, waking up at, like, 8.39, get up to the allotment and back before, like, all of the people come out of their houses. Yeah. That's my That's only goal. Wise. <laughs> I just I don't want to see it. And yesterday I went up to the allotment at like ten thirty, and all of my little allotment neighbors were there, and it was awful, and I hated oh, it. Oh no! It was truly like every single plot around my plot was there, and someone had driven their car and parked on the little like alleyway going up to my plot, so I had to like walk around this car to get up with like a jug of with like a bucket of water to water oh. everything. It was like. I hate this. I That's hate really you. annoying. It's very annoying, and I don't understand why people do it. That's rude. It drives me nuts. The worst ones are when it's like there's like one guy who has like a giant van who parks up this little like it's like a little trail. It's like a like a single 
track like dirt mm. path up mm. to my allotment and like truly last summer before um like there was just a bunch of overgrown stingy nettles <laughs> all down the sides of the pass <laughs> it's just horrible oh, every single time it was a nightmare anyway um jumpsuits i'm gonna say jumpsuits my running outfit is um i don't know fine yeah here we are <laughs> it ha- i'm wearing my fun t-shirts again so i guess oh, that's, that's good i guess that's something what i i saw one of your fun t-shirts on instagram but i've forgotten what it said one of them says insert coffee to begin oh yeah <laughs> i love that <laughs> one of them just says jealous much <laughs> Where did one you- of them says nobody asked you <laughs> Where did you get these? Um, I think they were from all different places. I think the Jealous Much t-shirt is from H&M. And then the two other ones I think are from Walmart. Oh, wow. Or Wh- something wild. When? <laughs> when did you uh, get them? 2017 when I went to oh, Colorado. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, those those are very <laughs> merited. I went absolutely goddamn insane. Oh. <laughs> That sounded like it was a, a hell of a journey. I truly at one point threw an entire piece of watermelon at my father's head. <laughs> <laughs> I went bananas. <laughs> I was like a goddamn cash animal. Oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway, I don't do well in hot, oxygen-deprived um, climates, so... <laughs> I've never experienced that. I've never been like at a really high elevation for any length of time. Oh, um, it was fine for the first week, and then um, just exhausting for the second week. Mm. Oh, that's um, a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot, and it, like we couldn't do anything because we couldn't rent a car or anything. Oh god! And I didn't have any goddamn money, so I couldn't oh, yeah. go and do anything. It was uh, it was a lot, and then my dead husband didn't want to do anything, so I didn't have a buddy to go do things. Oh, it was a lot. Yeah. Oh boy! Well, what an adventure that was, and yeah. I had to fly, and I don't like flying. Oh so. yeah. Oh. Grim. Next time I take a boat. Oh my gosh, the Kiwi too. <laughs> <laughs> With my dogs. Oh my god, I would really, really love if you did like a <laughs> hyperlocal celebrity special of your journey on the Kiwi too to America. And I'm just, and I'm just interviewing other people on the on the yes. ship. I'm like, hello, Countess. You know, everyone <laughs> on there thinks they're also a hyperlocal celebrity. <laughs> We all are. If not a real celebrity. We're all, we're all two things, full of shit and a second thing. <laughs> but you are a celebrity. You are yeah, a hyper-local that's my celebrity. second thing. <laughs> oh, oh, I see, I see. Okay, got it. We all got one other thing. <laughs> anyway, um, the, the other thing for all the people on the QE2 would be that they are full of shit and also on the QE2. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh. What was the nebula in this episode? Stay out of the nebula. Um we're taking up all these poor people's time. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh the nebula in this episode was uh friendship. Why not? <laughs> sure. Um I mean the uh, weird combination of placing misogyny <gasps> with a a quote-unquote different alien species while also writing a narrative that is like at its core about women being deceptive <laughs> it's like truly that's the nebula okay 
I think the nebula is, this is going to be bold and polarizing, consent. Oh, yeah. No. They really. Oh, yeah. No, I, well, that's, yeah, that relates to what I said, actually, because that's a... prob- problematic, shall we say. Yes. Yeah. The the nebula in this scene is uh, two, 1996 uh, uh, ideals. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 1996 yeah. television writing. Yeah. 1996, the year you were born. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> was no, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm not good at math. <laughs> Sometimes I have to just make sure that. <laughs> I was. Like, I was a little no, tiny baby when this came out. You were. Was like you were four months old. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> You were a tiny baby, though. I'm a scamp. I'm a little scamp. <laughs> oh, dear. Do, uh, do you think Meredith and Meredith did well this episode? I think that uh, Meredith and Meredith are both wearing the t-shirts that you just described are your running heel, for one thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who's wearing what? Oh, um... <laughs> well, it's just like nobody asked you with her acrylics. Oh, yeah, definitely. She, she's definitely. just like, food and water? I don't... What... And I'm definitely um, the other one, I guess, is uh, <laughs> is uh, is insert coffee to begin. <laughs> she's got her. She's got just an empty mug wandering around the planet, like boys. <laughs> and she's always she's trying to bond with Janeway over their mutual addiction to caffeine. And Janeway is just like, mm, like, yes, I'm sorry, I have something important to do. Goodbye, Meredith. She's like, there was there coffee in that nebula because uh, <laughs> fill her up. <laughs> Oh dear! Wow. Um, how would you rate this episode? Oh, part um, one of this episode. Gosh, I'll give this episode three and a half out of five uh, bowls of Leola root soup. Oh, I'm I, I'm waiting to. Fi- I I just came up with that in this moment. I have no actual opinions about the quality of this episode. It doesn't feel like the episode is done because it's a two parter. Yeah. What would, what would you rate this episode? Like a seven out of ten. Um, fill her up, Janeway. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Wow. Oh, dear. Well, please join us in four months where we discuss <laughs> part two. Uh, no, we'll be back next week uh, to talk about part two, which is the first episode of season three. It's exciting. Oh we can do we're it. not going to get our, our, our art upgrade. We were going to do it out of like yeah. a... We'll do it. We'll do it when we can do it. We'll do it we'll when we can surprise. For yeah, everyone. yeah. We'll do it when we can follow do us it. over on Patreon. Exclusive. <laughs> we don't have a Patreon, but we do. We do have an Instagram and a Twitter, and and uh, an OnlyFans. <laughs> we don't have an OnlyFans, but um, yeah, you can you can see us. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I have been Sam Hickman. I've been Kat Fairfield, and this is and this Pam. was. Women Women talking talking about about Star Star Trek Trek Voyager. Voyager. Goodbye, Goodbye. everybody. Did you survive or will you die in disgrace?